Hi, this is Ann Robertson, the Executive Director of the Massachusetts Bible Society, and this is the Spirit Walkers devotion for October 6, 2007. I'm a day late this week, hopefully not a dollar short too, but um, didn't come together as quickly this week. And the uh, scripture passage comes from Paul's letter to the Romans in chapter 8, verse 35, which says, Who will separate us from the love of Christ? The Best Friends Animal Sanctuary, which is one of the premier animal welfare organizations in the country, decided this past spring that it was important to talk to religious communities about animal care. And to that end, they invited a group of religious leaders who are concerned about animals to their sanctuary in Kanab, Utah, to draft a proclamation that leaders of all faiths could sign. I was invited to be a part of that group, but was unable to attend the Utah event because of commitments already made here. But I have some involvement as a remote attendee through the web. And while I hope later to be more involved in the drafting of a specifically Christian document, I've learned a lot from hearing the interfaith dialogue about how to word the proclamation. For instance, it was news to me that there are non-theistic traditions that consider themselves to be a religion their religion focusing not on belief in a deity, but on adherence to certain practices. That there would be concern about mentioning God in a faith statement by religious leaders was a stunner for me. More telling, however, was the debate surrounding a foundational phrase indicating that God created out of love. One rabbi pointed out that a God whose nature is love is a distinctly Christian concept. Others objected to the sense that we could ascribe any motivation for creation to God at all. We ended up talking about compassion rather than love, but many are still quite uneasy with that. Of course, any group that gathers for interfaith dialogue about animal welfare is not going to be full of conservatives. So the problematic assumptions that Christians are the only one in God's favor, or that the dominion language in Genesis means that we're free to stomp on what we please, weren't even going to come up, which made it all the more interesting to see the phrases that flew from the pens of liberal Christians, but that still couldn't pass an interfaith muster. The process helped me understand others, but it also helped me to better define my own Christianity. At its most basic level, it seems that the thing which separates Christians from other faith traditions is the idea that God is, at least to a small degree, knowable and that the peak at the nature of God that we do get reveals love. For Christians, Jesus is God being willing to be known by human beings, God willing to be exposed to all the joys, risks, and agonies that love brings. The good news that so many Christians have died for across the ages is the same message that the angel brought to Mary. Fear not, the Lord is with you. Word made flesh. There's not an ounce of me that doesn't believe that. I attach many different interpretations to the life of Jesus and the teachings of the Bible than my conservative colleagues. Like the Christians gathered at Canab, I don't believe God has it in for those of other faiths. Jesus says that those who seek will find, and I believe that to be true, no matter what religious tradition you're seeking from. But I do hold what I guess is the inherently arrogant belief that when a person does find God, whether from Christianity, Islam, Judaism, or anywhere, that they will find love, with all that notion implies about intimacy, intention, and action. It's what the Sufi mystic Rumi found 
It's what the Jewish Pharisee Paul of Tarsus found, and it's what I found through the twists and turns of my Christian faith. It's the one thing I couldn't deny, even if the gallows waited. As I received criticism from some in Christian quarters for focusing on God is love so much, it was comforting in this process to discover that my core belief is, at least in the eyes of those from other faiths, what makes me a Christian. Will you pray with me? Thank you, God, for allowing us to know you. Amen. Thank you for subscribing to the Spirit Walkers podcast, which comes out weekly, usually on Friday, but sometimes on Thursday or Saturday. The new byline for the Massachusetts Bible Society is One Book, Many Voices. This is one voice of many, and I hope you enjoy it. I also would love to hear your voice, and if you would like to email me, you can do so at Anne, A-N-N-E, at annrobertson.com. You can also visit the Mass Bible Society's website at www.massbible.org or my personal website at www.annrobertson.com. I'm glad you're out there. Be sure to add your one voice to the many.